to the Mastering College Podcast, a guide to landing your dream job. I'm your host, Daniel Botero, and my goal is to help you take away that fear of graduating without a job and instead teach you how to land your dream job. Today, I have the most gorgeous guest I could have ever asked for, and it's my beautiful wife, Jessica Botero. Jessica, how are you doing today? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing excellent. I'm very excited to record this with you, and the reason why we're recording this is not because you're my smart, beautiful wife, but because your story is actually very relatable, and what you went through in college is something, and, and the struggles that you had in college is something the students go through a lot. And because I always knew what I wanted to do after college, and it was very clear to me, it's hard for me to relate with the students when they tell me that they don't know what their dream job is. So I really wanted to bring you to the podcast so that we can go and talk about your story and how what you would have done differently. So we're going to start this off in high school because you did a phenomenal job at high school. If we had a podcast and it was about mastering high school and landing admission to your dream university, this would be your podcast. So tell us a little bit of your high school story. Okay, so something that is different from Daniel and I's background is that college, not going to college was never an option for me. It was I was always told that I was going to go to high school, go to college, and graduate and get a good job. Um, so I knew what I had to do. I think it's very clear cut what the universities are looking for. So I knew exactly what I had to do to get into the university that I wanted to. So, you know, I um, was in a magnet program for international studies. I graduated with a 4.3 GPA because I was taking AP classes. I was involved in student organizations. I had leadership positions. I was captain of my softball team. So I knew exactly what I had to do, and I checked off all those boxes. And I ended up choosing to go to the University of Florida. Um, and now I guess we'll talk a little yeah. bit about my college career. Like, so Jessica did high school right. And so what we'll do a lot in this episode is that we'll compare my story with Jessica's stories because there's a lot of times that she did a lot of great things, and there's a lot of times where I did a lot of great things. So the, the hopes is that by the end of this episode, if you're a student, you're going to be able to learn from both of our mistakes and also learn from both of our successes so that you have a much smoother ride and ultimately land your dream job. And so that's the lessons that we want you to take away from this episode. So Jessica, you obviously share you had a, over a 4.0 GPA, you did everything right, and you got into every university that you applied to. So you, you kicked butt and took names, and that's fantastic. And so compared to me, where I wasn't the best student, graduated with maybe a 3.0 GPA at best, didn't apply to any university just because I knew I wasn't going to get in. And I went to community college first, which there's nothing wrong with that. You, I did it, and you can still find a lot of success. But I didn't have the opportunity to experience that big university fill for the four, all four four years. So, Jessica, I want to start talking about now when you first got into college, did you know what you wanted to do once you graduated? No, absolutely not. I went in with an undeclared major 
think my sophomore year, I decided to go into public relations, realized that wasn't for me. The following semester, I decided to do accounting, realized that wasn't also for me. Um, so then I went to finance, and that's eventually what I majored yeah. in, um, what I graduated with. And so did you major in finance because you loved finance or was it because you were so far into the amount of classes that you needed that you're like, I'm just going to graduate? Yeah, definitely the second thing that you yeah. said. Um, it wasn't like I had this huge passion for finance. I really had no idea what I wanted to do. I think business was safer choice. Um, and I knew that finance was one of the more difficult majors within the business, um, you know, within the business majors. So that's how I decided on that one. Yeah. I remember going back because we we've been together for a long time. So I was part, I was there throughout her whole college experience and the conversations that we were having, and you would have with your parents too. And I was a lot of times at the dinner table when you guys were talking about that. And so you you kind of went into finance because it was a it was a great major to major, but not because you loved it, and it was because. It was much better to graduate with a finance degree than a marketing and management degree, correct? Exactly, yeah. And I think the mindset that my parents always had and the mindset that I had also was that if I worked hard, good things would happen for me. And that's true to an extent, but there's a lot of other things that you need to do um, to be successful now in college. And it wasn't necessarily the case when my parents were in college. Um, For them, there wasn't as much competition. There wasn't as many people attending college. So if you made the grades, you were going to get a good job. Nowadays, because there's more competition, you need to do, you need to go above and beyond. You need to do those internships. Um, you need to network, and and those are all things that, looking back, I it didn't do such a great job of. Right, and so when we when we compared Jessica, not really knowing what she wanted to do, what major to pick, and the reasons why she picked her major were a lot different than where I picked it. Right, so. Relatively speaking, you can say that finance is a much better degree to graduate with than management or marketing, which were the two majors that I graduated with. And I would argue that you're, you're correct. I think finance might be a better degree per se, but if you are really, truly passionate about finance. And so for me, I was very clear on what I wanted to do, and I knew that managing and leading a team in sales were the... The, the skills that I wanted to do after I graduated. So going for those majors ended up working out better for me, even though it wasn't that accounting or finance business degree that you would want to get because there's more jobs out there, more better paying jobs, more opportunities when you are graduating with a finance and marketing degree. Jessica, I, I want to go in and talk about as well as did you take time to try to find your passion or identify your dream job when you were a college student? So I kind of just always thought it would, it would come to me one day. Uh, when I started college, I was like, oh, I have four years. I'll figure it out. The truth is that those four years go by so quick. And before, I, before you know it, you're going to be graduating. Um, so I didn't spend as much time as I should have, especially at the beginning, um, You know, I should have been doing a lot more internships, externships, networking, because the truth of the matter is that you really don't know if you're going to like something until you do it. You know, as much as you look at the job description, you don't know if you're going to like it. A lot of those times, a lot of times those job descriptions aren't even accurate. Um, You know, we know that now. So going, you know, if I had to do this all over again, I would have definitely done more internships. Um, At the time... 
I, because I didn't know what I wanted to do, my mindset was, oh, well, I don't want to waste my time on something that I probably won't like. And that should not be the mindset that you should have um, because it may surprise you. You may end up doing something and realize that it's a lot more interesting than you thought. You know, for instance, now, like my current job, I would have never thought in a million years I would be doing this. Um, so you just never know. And so, Jessica, the difference now when I was in college was that I knew what I wanted to do. I always very, very clear to me. And I started doing internships at Valencia. I was at a community college. I was doing internships. I ended up doing four internships and on two part-time jobs because to me it was experimenting, learning, being able to build that experience. So for you, when did you even start thinking about internships? To be honest, I did an internship because it was required for my major, and it was not even an interest internship where I was really interested in. I just did it because I needed the credits. Um, so that was definitely a mistake that I made. Um, and you know, as far as looking for a job, I really didn't start looking until my last semester in college. So I graduated in May, so that means I started looking probably around January. Um, and that's definitely not ideal. We all we all know now that you want to start looking at least a semester before you graduate because there's more job um, job opportunities available, and um, then you're not stressing the last semester of college. Right, and so to your point, a lot of students are waiting. Right, they're waiting until their last semester because they feel that that's when companies want to see you, and, and that's wrong. Actually, the mo- the the. Mi- the more often that you can get in front of a company, start building relationships with the hiring managers, the HR managers, the people who are making that decision, the better off you're going to be. So if you're a freshman right now, don't be shy. Wear a suit, attend your next career expo, career fair, start getting accustomed to how that feels. Start getting accustomed to having a conversation with employers and do not do what most students do is that they, they attend their first career expo their senior year. The earlier you can do this, the better. And so, Jessica, um, so you said that you started looking your last semester. And so, tell me about the, your strategy going into the career fair your last semester. To be honest, I didn't have too much of a strategy. Um, Daniel, you know, we were dating then, so he advised me to find a few companies that I really wanted to work for, to research them, and to target them when I'm at career fair. And to me, yeah, that sounded great, but I had no idea what I even wanted to do after graduation. So come up, coming up with a list of companies that I wanted to talk to was really difficult for me. And it was, it was frustrating because I knew, I knew that I had put in the time, you know, as far as my grades went, my grades were good, I was involved, I was in student organizations. I had basically done everything that I had done while I was in high school and college, but the problem is, that that doesn't work anymore. It's not enough. And so when I started talking to companies and start, started talking to recruiters, it was just so clear that I had no idea what I wanted to do. I, I, I couldn't fake it. You know, um, my resume, you know, I had a lot of things in my resume, but just nothing lined up. It was not strategic. It, you know, it didn't lead to my end goal of, make, of getting that job. And I think that was, it was obvious. And yeah. so that was, you know, my biggest struggle. Mm-hmm. So if I go back and I really think and evaluate Jessica's career when she was at the University of Florida, I look back and I say, Jessica did all the right things at a student point of view, right? What was your GPA when you graduated? Uh, it was like a 3.5. 3.5 in finance, and that's a, that's a very good GPA in college, right? 
In college, you don't really get 4.0s anymore. It's very, very rare. And on top of that, she was involved in social sorority. She was involved in a business for, uh, professional business fraternity where she held multiple leadership experience. So she did everything right. The problem, if I go back and I, if I see a student similar to you now, the advice that I would give them is, you're doing everything right. That's fantastic. But you need to take the time to identify what your dream job is. Target five companies that have that position. So we'll make it very simple. Let's say that you uh, wanted to go into uh, a management training program, which you end up eventually going into one of them. And we'll talk about that in a little bit. But what I would advise you to do with your back in college, if you're a student that is similar to what Jessica went through, is to narrow down your list to five companies and identify what are those companies looking for in their ideal candidate. And so what you'll probably find, because I'm very familiar with management training programs, is that they'll look for primarily three things. Work ethic, communication skills, and leadership skills. They might call it something else. They might call it management versus leadership. They might call it somebody who had a lot of experience, but it really comes down to those three things. And Jessica actually had those three things and blew it out the water again. Her problem was that the good and the big organizations, the Fortune 50 companies that are hiring management training programs, they are very involved on campus and they have a certain number of students that they're looking for. And for them, they're going to try to get the best students as early as they can. And many times they have summer internships that are paid and they would offer them job offers at the end of the summer internship. So what Jessica could have done in a best case scenario would have had a job in uh, an internship the summer of her going into her senior year and she would have had a job offer that August, so a year before you graduate. And so that happens a lot. And so by the time that Jessica was talking to them at career fair, they most likely already had filled all their spots already. And it wasn't the fact that Jessica was not qualified to get those jobs, is that those jobs were no longer in the table. And so maybe if they had one or two spots left out of that initial 20 people that they came to hire, they are now going to be more selective on the student that they pick. So Jessica had everything that the companies were looking for, except she didn't approach them at the right time. And so that's where I'm trying to get the point across is that you could do everything right, right? Because if you put Jessica's resume on paper and you put my, my resume on paper when we were both in college, you would have hired her. I would have hired her. Higher GPA, she did the same level of like student organizations and stuff like that. The only difference was that I was talking to the employers a lot earlier and I was able to build those relationships that went above and beyond than just a resume on a pile of resumes. And that's the way I was able to stand out and have multiple job offers while Jessica was stressing out about just having one job offer knowing that she's more qualified than the average person. So Jessica, tell me a little bit, how did college end for you then? So what did you, what did, where did you end up? So I ended up doing a manager and training program for Abercrombie & Fitch. Uh, so I started out there and got promoted to assistant manager, 
And then within six months, I was promoted to store manager. Um, so there I was managing a store that was making $4 million a year and uh, managing four assistant managers, over 100 associates. It was a really great experience for me. I learned a lot. I've met some of my best friends, um, even my uh, maid of honor at my wedding I met there. Um, it was a, honestly a great experience, and I wouldn't take it back. Um, but I definitely think I could have gotten a better starting job out of college if I would have you know, if I would have networked, if I would have figured out my passion earlier on, if I, you know, there's so many things I could have done um, that I just didn't do. So, Jess, so you went to, so you graduated college and then you went to Abercrombie and Fitch uh, to do the management training program. And like everything else that you tell you, you're, you're very successful at it and going, getting promoted a couple of times there. What, where are you doing now? Are you still working there or? No, so I'm not working there anymore. I'm not actually pulled a complete 180, and now I am a manager for the mutual fund trade desk at Pershing. Um, so now I'm in finance, which was my major. Um, however, when I graduated, I didn't want to do finance at all. I just had such a bad impression of it. I didn't really want to. I didn't think I wanted to sit at a cubicle all day long. Um, I just couldn't see myself doing it. And then you know, after I went into retail and I did the management, as much as I loved it. I didn't love working weekends. The pay wasn't as good as I knew I could be making. I just knew that I had more potential. Um, and so I decided to give finance a try. And so I started at Pershing as an associate and within it was like a year and a half, I got promoted to manager. And so that's what I'm doing now. And so why were you able to make that jump? Because I, I've spoken and I, and I shared this that your first job out of college really just sets the foundation. And if if that job is necessarily where you're looking to be making in terms of financial of, of income, it's very hard for you to go from making $30,000 a year, which a lot of students graduate making that, and making that job to over 50. Like Most of the time when you're transitioning jobs, you can expect a 10, 15% increase on what you're currently making, but you actually made a really big jump, and that's not, that's not the norm. Yeah. So I ended up... I, this job really fell into my lap, kind of. Um, we had a friend who had a friend who was the manager, at, you know, at Pershing, and they were they told us that they were looking for somebody to fill this position, and everything that they were looking for, I I pretty much had it. So I decided to apply, um, and ultimately it came down to networking. Ultimately, I had someone in my corner pushing for me um, that knew that I, that I could do this, that I could go from do having a completely management, you know, retail background and doing mutual fund trading. Like, that's a huge jump. Um, and so that's why who you know is so important. And after I graduated college, I, I learned that. Yeah. <laughs> and so not to say that I, I couldn't have gotten that job without knowing somebody, but it definitely helps. Um, and knowing that sooner than later is really helpful. So Right, right. So, Jessica, I mean... Again, thank you so much for everything that you do. Um, you're a big, big supporter of me pushing this content out and creating this podcast and the articles and everything else. Like Without your help, I would not be able to do it. I really hope that you guys have enjoyed this episode as much as I've we've enjoyed creating it for you and that you can relate to one of us because we have two completely different stories, the way that we went from high school to college and even after college. And just realize that it really comes down to the same principles 
that I, I'm going to continue to talk about in future episodes. You first need to identify what your dream job is. That's the most important thing you need to do before you make any decision because that will avoid you switching majors multiple times, taking classes that don't count towards your major, and then it will save you time and money in the future. And then the second thing that I want you to take away from this is that make sure you start, once you know what you want to do, you start building those skills and start networking because networking is key. A lot of times it's not what you know, it's who you know. And we'll talk more about networking and mentoring in future episodes. But Jessica, again, thank you so much for being on this episode. You are amazing and I love you so much. So thank you again. Thank you from the bottom of my heart from taking the time out of your busy schedule to listen to this episode. I truly hope that you loved it as much as I enjoyed making and creating this content for you. My goal is to provide content that's going to help you master college and land your dream job. So if this helped you and if you know someone that should listen to this podcast, please, please share it with them. Nothing will make me happier than to see this podcast grow and make this community bigger so that we can help every student be able to graduate with their dream job. And I hope to see you guys in the next episode.